This is what one does who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. They are able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech. Humble and not... Uh, how does it... When I do my own thing, actually, I get a little bit confused myself. Humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, with few duties and frugal in their ways. Peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. They don't do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove. Wishing in gladness and in safety, may all beings be happy. Uh, whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none. The great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born. May all beings be happy. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none, through anger or ill will, wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, free from hatred or ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness. One, one sustains this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding two wrong views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision or having samadhi, being freed from all sense desires, is not born again into this world. Well, over to you, Ajahn. Thank you. Yep. So, you might have noticed, I tried... The, the problem is with a, with a chanting can be quite uh, inspiring for people because it just get into the melody or whatnot, but it's also um, a reflection, or it, it's the main point of the chant is the reflection. And um, there are some uh, things a little bit wrong with the translation. So I try to, just after so many years here now, I just dare to make up my own little thing. It's because you don't have this should in Buddhism. The Buddha never told anybody you, you should or you ought or you, um, you, you have to. He was basically just saying if you do this, that happens, if you do that, that happens. And if one is skilled in, in goodness and who knows the path of peace, that is the way that person is going to react. It's not that we should be that way. This is just uh, how it is for somebody who has uh, purified his mind. So the, the aspiration is obviously to um, get oneself in, in, in that direction. But there's nobody in the background who tells us we should do this or that. 
and uh, yeah, a few few little changes uh, with the for the lay people it was always important uh, that the monks don't seem to be too lazy so um, that was always with the um, un unburdened with duties that's right they translated unburdened with duties in in reality it's with few duties huh? monks should have few duties that they have a lot a lot of time to be by themselves and and watch their own mind uh, yeah that's uh, the major points there's one more that doesn't come to mind right now so I hope you're, you're happy. I just do the change for today. Maybe next time I'll just do the normal chanting again. Just mix it up a little bit. So... Lovely. Lovely to have it mixed up. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so um, the, the uh, surprising thing with the, with the meditation, with the people here in the monastery that I know for a long time, is that they put a lot of effort into their meditation. But often they become grumpier and grumpier <laughs> instead of instead of happier and happier. So um, one one thing I try to keep in mind is the um, the meditation is is just this 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 little bit of of, of relaxation and 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 finding finding a little bit of a center calming down and being aware of what is what is going on in my mind right now it's not the the manipulating my mind to to be this or that it's more oh okay the mind is agitated right now it's just this, and just this realization often just comes a deep breath and then uh, things settle down a little bit or they stay agitated and then the mind is allowed to stay agitated for a while but I just um, try to, to bring the mind as often as I can back to the present moment. What is, what is going on here right now? What, is, what am I thinking? Huh? What, is, what is my awareness like? And I, I have the feeling that people, um, they, they sit down for their meditation and it is a, it is a chore, chore for them. Huh? It's just another job, something to do. And then especially in the monastery, you want to be especially diligent and you want to achieve something. So they try very hard and meditate for many, many hours. And the only outcome is that they're uh, hard to live with. <laughs> it should be, should be the opposite. Should be the, the, after, after the meditation. I mean, Achan Brahm, I remember in the, in the old days, especially when he, when he came off retreat, he was just glowing. Huh? There, was a, the, there was nothing, nothing there that could agitate him. Huh? There was, there was, you, you could see that the mind was, was at an at a, at a, uh, at a ease. Huh? It was, was not um, any, anything there that wanted uh, to be anything. Huh? I wanted to uh, appear like something. I was just, uh, uh, f for me, I, I, could, I could just sense it and see it in his eyes that there was, was something going on again in the, in the meditation during his retreat. Huh? And that is always, um, should always be a, a positive, positive influence for yourself and for other people. So if you find that with your meditation, you're, 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 um, 
you, you get more tense or more irritated or, or, or frustrated. Um, check if you're not trying to do something. The first step of the meditation is this, um, this being your friend, learning to be your friend. Huh? The mind is not perfect, the mind is, is stupid and we're all greedy and we all have uh, our defilements. Uh, but it's not that somebody is in the background who decides that. Huh? That's just this, this conditioned process that we all have to deal with. Huh? Through our genes, through our upbringing, through our karma, vipaka. And so to, to make sure in each and every moment when you sit for your meditation not to add to that, not to add negativity to that. Huh? And just, okay, I don't feel so well, the mind doesn't want to calm down. It's okay, my dear. You don't have to. Huh? Don't please don't put extra pressure behind that. Or I have to meditate today for half an hour. I haven't meditated so far. Huh? Doesn't matter if you sit down and meditate for one minute and bring your mind back. Is often better than uh, sitting for half an hour and um, trying to achieve something and and being being miserable again. Huh? And, and getting getting tense in your meditation. So your, your, your intention, the way you treat yourself, the way you treat your mind, that is the meditation. And that is what you take out of the meditation. That is, there was some happiness, there was relaxa relaxation there. Or there was at least enough kindness there that um, even if it wasn't so pleasant because of who knows what uh, circumstances you uh, are in right now, uh, you, you, you know you, you did your best, you did your best to be kind. And um, having, having that assurance in the, in the, in the mind, is, that's what I, ca I call becoming your, your own best friend. Because huh? we, we don't need any other enemies in our head to, to tell us what we do wrong and what other people do wrong. Huh? Always remember the Buddha didn't sit down and try it, oh now I'm going to get into Samadhi. Huh? The Buddha was dividing his mind into two kinds. Huh? And on one side he just saw, oh these are thoughts that are leading to more desire, that are thoughts leading to, uh, to more ill will. And these are, these are thoughts are just unwholesome by nature. They lead in a dark direction. And then he didn't have to tell himself anything else because he looked at it, you see it, and if the mind is clear enough, the mind realizes there is suffering, huh? there is agitation, there is darkness, there is coldness, there is unpleasantness in that direction. And then he, he, he looked in the other direction, oh yeah, this is, uh, there are sorts of goodwill, sorts of, um, of no, uh, no, no sensual desires, or in your case, no, no um, stepping over the five precepts, and uh, sorts of, um, uh, well, what, what was the best translation? Um, Ill will, they always have ill will, and um, the other one in English is uh, 
it doesn't come to mind now. It just it's, it's, it's just a description. I mean, if you if you see your mind go, going in a direction where it becomes critical and agitated, you just take that, try to get back to that clarity, to, the, to those few moments of clarity that you hopefully had in your meditation before. This this relaxed state where you know meditation is something is something beautiful. That's the little island. That's the little refuge. That's not another chore. It's not another job, it's not, not another point to achieve something. It's there already the whole time. And if you, if you, if you remember this, this, you're not responsible for what is going on in your mind. It's a conditioned process. We have this, this beautiful thing in Buddhism that makes it different from any other religion of the, of the non-self. Seeing, seeing the, the body and feelings and perceptions and, and all our desires, it's, um, it's a conditioned process. Huh? There's no, no soul to be found, no, no uh, holy spark that is uh, in, in, it, in itself uh, something and always the same. Huh? Every, everything that we perceive comes because of causes and conditions. And if we perceive the world as a, as a dark and ugly place, then it's um, because the, the mind thinks for a long time in that direction. Huh? And it, um, it might have perceived that the thoughts in that direction are sort of a protection. Huh? We, we anticipate the danger, huh? so we are safe. So we see we see the the, the uh, awfulness and the and the faults of other people so clearly to protect ourselves, huh? but in the in the end we just create that reality that um, every everybody becomes more of an enemy. Everything becomes darker, and everybody is just um, somebody who's going to take away what I would like to have. Huh? So. Um, Please be mindful of, of your thoughts. Huh? The thoughts is, is such a, an a imp important thing in Buddhism. That's how the, the Buddha uh, did his meditation huh? under, the, under the Bodhi tree. Huh? Dividing, dividing the thoughts and seeing clearly when is the mind going again in, a, in an unwholesome direction. And then after he was in a wholesome state for a long, long time with a lot of bliss, that was also so funny recently is people always perceive when the, the, the some of you might know actually the, the Buddha said um, he was sitting under the tree and then he said even even if my uh, bones dry up and my my flesh or my bones crumble and my flesh dries up um, I'm not going to move from this spot until I achieve complete awakening. Huh? And then everybody in the monastery usually perceives that as, oh yeah, he was sitting there and he made the determination, you know, and then he meditated. <laughs> <laughs> 
the funny thing is he was in such a happy state already basically he was so full of bliss he just saw basically I can I can crack it now basically and he I don't give a damn anymore if the if the body dries up or the bones dry up or whatnot if you if you have an experience of having nothing to do with the with the body for a while you couldn't guess <laughs> what is going to happen to the body huh so um, this is a, this all comes from very very happy states, huh? and as, as always in our Western mind, we we create this uh, determination and the and the and the and the will behind it and whatnot, because and only the tough the tough are gonna make it in the meditation, huh? but it's exactly the opposite. Huh? It's always the 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 soft spaces, the the where the mind feels so at ease that it doesn't have to interfere anymore. Is at a place where it likes to be. So if we do the meditation now, please try to bring your mind to a place where it likes to be. And if it, if you don't like it where the mind is, you forgive it because you're not in charge. You just use that moment for to put some extra kindness in your meditation and say, okay mind, you don't want to be calm right now. Think. Think ahead. What do you want to think about? <laughs> Maybe you like to be calm for 10 seconds. How does it feel? And if it goes somewhere again, it goes somewhere again. Just check your intentions. Feel, have the, check your, the feeling, the perception that we, we have the, the whole time. The way I perceive sitting in front of a computer screen here now with some still frames and some people moving a bit. It's basically my perception. You're sitting in your room. You might have a nice spot for your meditation there. I hope you have all now a comfortable place. You have experimented enough that you, you, you have your seat where you know your body is, is safe and feels good for half an hour there, or at least as good as possible. Okay. Where you can lie back and you can, if you fall asleep, the body is just gonna sit there. Okay. That is how I like you to sit in the meditation. That is uh, in, in, in a way that you can fall unconscious and you know the body is just gonna be all right. We, we we can set the aim in our mind to make it um, calm to to but the major aim is to to relax and feel feel well in the mind uh, to, to to treat ourselves like a, like a friend to to learn to to be um, not a criticizer in our own mind uh, that we um, and for me always a great help is, is this thing of non-self huh? when we are getting into a mood to remember this is just it's just causes and conditioning huh? it's not it's not it's not up to me huh? and if you if you have if you have a um, bit of calmness in the meditation that was just good luck today because the conditions were right and if you uh, if it doesn't become peaceful then it's, uh, that's uh, the way it is. But the meditation is still happening if you if you make that effort of watching in, a, in as kind in an as a kind way as you can, because huh? that is um, what we need to take out of the meditation. Huh? It doesn't help even if we get a little bit peaceful and then we we get out of the meditation. 
and we immediately um, are drawn back into, into negativity what not in the mind. Huh? Then obviously we haven't seen that uh, negativity is a is a um, it's it's going down in that direction. It's not going in, into the brighter realms. Huh? And uh, this this clarity, developing this clarity where we are, where the mind is at. That is hopefully what the what the meditation and what the uh, the training can can do for you. Because I've seen that so many times now that people who are in contact with the monastery for such a long time and meditate for such a long time are still so unhappy with their meditation and they're still um, go, getting more and more unhappy. Huh? And there's obviously something, they're doing something really, really wrong. There is, there's something is not working there. And um, if it's not working for you, then please try something different. Don't just stick to, to a program and that is the way it has to work. Whatever brings you in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a nice mood where you, where you feel at home and at ease with yourself and your surroundings, that is where the meditation can begin. Huh? Um, I just came to mind today for that. And, uh, be, because people, they try for, for so long and so many years and it's, it's just not working and that's... Uh, Einstein said that um, the, the 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 definition of in, insanity is to 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 uh, do something that doesn't work over and over again and expect different results, uh, and that's I have the feeling a lot of people are doing that in their meditation, uh, and over and over just oh, I'm sticking with my breath and my breath and in and out and in and out. Oh, the mind doesn't get calm. Oh, why doesn't the mind get calm? It's, it's just one struggle after the other, you know, and it's, it's, it's never any, and it doesn't even matter that there is no peace, but there is no no forgiveness and no, no. Uh, that's just the way it is. It's okay, my dear. That's, that's, uh, please treat yourself like that. Treat yourself and Talk kindly to yourself in your in your own head. Huh? We all want to get out of suffering, and we don't. We're not going to manage when we we start nagging and shouting in our own mind. Huh? This is this is the reality we perceive here with our eyes, with our with our brain, our ears, our nose. Actually, it's, it's, uh, but it's that that is just the instrument. Huh? The mind perceives it. I perceive a different world than you do. Huh? Each one of you perceives a different world than anybody else. We can sit in the same room and we perceive com a completely different reality, even having the same stimulus. Huh? And that is that is the mind. That is that is perception. That is what we're working with. And if your perception gets darker in during the meditation or the effort, bring light into it, bring kindness into it, make the effort. Or have that kindness to say, it's completely all right now, mind. You can be as grumpy and unhappy as you like during that half an hour. Huh? That is real kindness. 
You don't have to do that with, with pain. Sometimes we can't escape it. With pain is, is, is a very hard thing and often people um, starting to torture themselves huh? trying to do that. But in, if, if the body isn't in pain, nothing is going to happen in that half an hour. And if you, if, if you just uh, sit there and say, yeah, the mind is getting more and more grumpy and more and more agitated, that's all right. Go ahead, go ahead, my dear. How agitated can I get? How awful can it get? You're allowed to go as awful as you like tonight. And if you mean it, I guarantee you it will be very beautiful and it can go by a snap of a finger sometimes. Yeah? Sometimes just this saying yes, it's okay. So please try that, bring that, that bit of um, awareness in your meditation, what attitude is in the, in the background and that is the, that is the major thing, yeah? not how calm it gets. If, the, if the, the happier the mind gets, the calmer it will become, the more interesting. Wow, even with eyes closed, there's so much going on still. Uh, still sounds going on. And all the different feelings in the body. And then all the different parts of the body that can still relax. Or they can't relax right now. And then one can stay with the parts that can't relax. Or maybe the mind wanders somewhere else. Nobody is trying to hold it anywhere in particular. It's just this, this kindness to, to look. Where is it going? Where, where is the mind going? A friendly, friendly attitude. And then the meditation becomes something that is, uh, is not a chore, it's something that is from time to time you just want to sit and just look what is happening because it's, it's so nice, so nice to, to treat yourself for a few minutes nicely huh? and to remember. Okay, that was a long introduction today. <laughs> I will talk at the beginning now. So please make yourself as comfortable as you can. I hope you really put some effort into having your favorite meditation chair with just the right lumbar support and where you sit so snug and, and happy. And if not yet, go for it. Make yourself your little cave where you, where you really feel this is my little, little meditation cave here. This is my, my place where I'm comfortable. A place where I can just go five minutes and just, wow, don't have to do anything. You can just look what is going on. And nothing to control. Nothing to plan for the future. Just set my time. Nothing to achieve. The body is as comfortable as I can have it. And just getting aware of the body. It's like coming into the moment. 
and just wriggling around a little bit to see how, how comfortable can I make it that I know it's going to be as good as it gets for half an hour. Stable position, nothing has to hold anything up. And just the body is taking care of itself and the breath just flows in easy, in and out. There's no constrictions there. So the posture is determined by how, how well the body can breathe. Just stay there with the body, body in this kindness, it's just this interest, interest has kindness inbuilt in it already. If we're interested in something, there's a kindness in it. interested what is happening if we allow the thoughts to slow down a little bit. Because if we are in the present, if we are interested in what is happening right now, we find that thoughts are always somewhere in the future or in the past. They are far too slow for the right now. So much going on. And it's so beautiful because we don't have to manipulate what is going on. It's just whatever is going on is welcome. Inside of our own mind, in our own meditation spot, there's nothing, nothing there. The mind is so confident of itself, that it doesn't have to control anything anymore. Such faith in the kindness. just wishing the best for ourselves and everybody else. May we all be free from suffering. May we be free of the suffering of control for the meditation. unburdened, free, no, no, everything is welcome.
The breath is just this beautiful anchor. Because it has this movement in itself and the body does it by itself. And it just feels so delightful when the body is doing it itself. And if we still control a little bit, it's also delightful. So nice to know the body is going to do it, if we pay attention or not, or if we control or not. Relaxing the body until we have the feelings completely stable. It's just no attention needed to keep it upright. It's just so relaxed in itself. And the little tensions are so welcome, so nice that it's not really painful. And if we stay in contact with the body, there's hardly any room for thoughts. Because there's so much going on. All the perception drifts from here to there. Back to the sound. Back to the picture behind your closed eyelids. seconds, just a stream of awareness going on and on, if we do something or not.
It's so nice not having to do anything about it. Everything, every perception is welcome.
I'm going to ring the bell three times and we can end the meditation for tonight. Have you all seen our new meditation bell already? Nice, huh? The other one was one third of the size. It has a really fat sound now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam, but we missed, missed the bell, so I just... Missed the... Uh, <laughs> what a tiny little one. You, you didn't hear the bell? You, you heard it, huh? Quite, quite nice. No, we missed it. It's what? not being recorded. And it's not coming across on your microphone, unfortunately. We've had the same problem for about four weeks now. You, you don't hear it? No, we don't hear it at all. Oh. So that's why. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, good to know. How far? How? How? Now? No, nothing. That is almost like a church bell in here. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. the microphone. The microphone must be really very directional. It's, it's yes, it's a very directional mic. Yes. That's so weird. Oh. No, it doesn't sound when I hold it in my hand. Well, what a wa what a waste of money. <laughs> it still looks very nice. Good. Uh, what time is it? 8.05, okay. <clears throat> so, um, just to... Uh, hmm? Questions and answers? Yeah, you, you, we, uh, I just um, wanted to, because it just didn't come to mind uh, at the beginning, so the... Um, I always mix up the German word and the and the in the English one, and I have basically suppressed the English one now because I find it so uh, meaningless. So when the Buddha was sitting underneath the tree, it was sorts of sensual desires. On one side, sorts of um, ill will and sorts of cruelty is always uh, um, the translation in English, but. Uh, Ill will and cruelty, uh, who can really distinguish between the two in, in English? I, I can't. Huh? So it doesn't really have any meaning to me and the Buddha didn't just try to make it three or what. So the, 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 the proper translation is um, inconsiderateness is the closest I get. Huh? Inconsiderate thoughts. And the difference there between ill will and inconsideration is obviously ill will I want something bad for the other person. I enjoy uh, causing harm. Why uh, inconsiderateness is basically I just want to um, have my own way and get through here and get out of the way and I don't give a shit how you feel about it. Huh? That's, a, that's a difference. 
So the the uh, these three kind of swords, and obviously for for you um, not to confuse you with um, swords of of um, sensual desire is always beyond the five precepts. Uh, it's basically to to let the sensual desire go so far that you uh, kill living beings for for fulfilling your desires, or you you steal for fulfilling your desires, or you break into other people's relationship, or you you lie to hide your sexual desires, or you uh, you, you uh, intoxicate and numb yourself basically to to not feel. So every uh, the the swords going going beyond that. It's uh, the swords that um, have a feeling to it. It has a feeling of, of, of darkness, of, of non-peacefulness to it, uh, of something where, where there is control. Huh? And meditation is the lack of control, huh? is the, the beauty of being exactly uh, the one who doesn't have to do anything anymore. Anything is welcome. There's no fear anymore because whatever comes is welcome. And if the devil sits on your lap, he's welcome, actually. And if the, if the earth falls into the sun, it's welcome. But it's all just happening in the, in the mind. So just anything that comes into perception in the mind is welcome. And that is obviously the opposite of that de desire stuff that is um, trying to control, trying to either grab something or trying to push something away. That's the nature of desire. Huh? So the mind has to have enough happiness to, to, um, that, the, that we don't want to see beautiful things, we don't want to hear beautiful sounds, we don't want to feel beautiful touches. Huh? That distinguish, the mind is distinguishing always between uh, pleasant and unpleasant the whole time. So in the meditation we have to be at a, in a spot where this is happy enough. This is because I'm treating myself nicely. I don't need anything special right now. And then sometimes I have a little bit of a stiff neck right now from work or what. But it's, not unpleasant in the meditation, it's just sort of, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I relax my neck and it's not really painful. It's just something there and the closer I look, the less it, 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 be, it, it, it is this obstacle. And then, I mean, Acham Brahm described that also so many times in the meditation that you, something that is so, seems to be so awful with the with a switch in the mind it it it's, it's completely gone or it becomes something completely the opposite and people say oh i haven't built up enough good karma for good meditation or whatnot it's all the the the, the karma is just going on now 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 and whenever we remember this is the opportunity to see and be kind in my mind. Huh? Then we, the, the, the karma is, uh, the condition is there because you heard that before and you tried that before. Huh? So you have the good karma already. Because you, you, you heard the message that we're creating our own reality in our own minds. Huh? 
And what kind of reality do you want to create up there? The more aware you are, the more uh, the mind goes into a good direction by itself. There's nobody there to, to do anything. It's just because of, of the delusion of the completely having a wrong picture of what is going on that we do all these stupid things. Huh? That people kill each other, that people steal from each other, that people are so bloody unkind to each other and whatnot. It's just because of delusion. It's of, of creating, a, creating a, a picture through desire, through wanting and not wanting. So the Buddha called us basically all crazy. If, we, if we're not awakened, actually we're crazy. We're seeing, we're creating a world out there actually that doesn't exist in itself. It's a, it's a projection, it's just a possibility. And for a lot of people, it's an awful possibility. <laughs> they really, really create some, some horror scenario there in, the, in their minds. Even they're living not in horrific circumstances. Yeah? They have enough to eat, they have a, a, often a house or a room to sleep on, and they have a, a body that still func functions more or less, and still the, the, the mind creates this, this little hell inside of itself. So each and every moment you have the opportunity to see, oh, I don't have to treat myself that way. A step, take that step back, see where you're at, and just have that kindness to allow. Oh yeah, I'm negative. Oh, okay, I see now I'm negative. Okay, mind, let's be negative. Where does that go? What, is, what direction is that? Watch very clearly. But often then when we watch clearly the negativity drops already. When we try, when we do not try, oh, I shouldn't be negative, I'm a Buddhist, oh, I'm a Buddhist monk, oh my gosh, I'm negative. <laughs> How can I? Oh, I haven't learned anything in over 20 years. <laughs> But I can come back pretty quickly. That is my, my development over the years. Just this remembering, not dwelling. And something, something upsets me, but not for very long anymore. And that, is, that is the advantage. And I hope you, you, you learn that in your own mind. Be your best friend. You don't need any other enemies up there. If you treat yourself kindly, the mind will respond, I guarantee you. And it's much more powerful than just determination and, 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 and willpower or anything. This is coming from understanding. That is when the mind sees, oh, there it's lighter in that direction. Oh, that direction is darker. And then nobody has to tell you anything. You see for yourself. What is what is what is uh, what is uh, leading downwards and what is leading upwards? And you don't need any religion or anybody to tell you anything. You just have that clarity in your own mind and see, wow, these thoughts. Where are they leading? Where are they going? Where is that perception going? Do I know a different perception? Oh yes, there was a perception I experienced. 
where it felt really at home. There was no fear and didn't have to do anything and nobody was sitting on my back. And if you experience that, you can remember that and you remember the condition for that. And it's always because you said yes, because there was some real kindness there, yeah? some interest. Okay. So if you have questions, ah, oh, sorry, one other thing was um, the thing I forgot in the in the chanting is in on your sheet is always by not holding to fixed views. Is completely I don't know where the translation comes from. It's a really weird translation. So if, sure, we're holding on to fixed views. I hold on to the fixed view that everything is impermanent. Is a fixed view. The real, the real translation is by not holding to wrong views, holding on to wrong views. So we all have fixed views, and the and the this, the stuff that is wholesome, if that is fixed in the mind, that is that is very good, obviously. So wrong views and wrong views is is always something that is against the the precepts or against the uh, Eightfold Path, where, where's, uh, well, that's a whole nother talk actually, right and wrong view, so, please, if you have any questions. Yes, well, we do, we've uh, got a question, two questions here in the chat. Mm -hmm. um, I have two questions, number one, what is your definition of karma? Mm -hmm. And secondly, do teachers of Buddhism go into prisons to offer the Buddhist teachings to those inside? Sorry, the second one again? Uh, the second one, do teachers of Buddhism go into prisons ah, prison. to, oh. to, jails, uh, to offer the Buddhist teaching to those inside? Yes, we do that, actually. Coming to the second question first, we have, a, we have monks going... I think they go every week now even. I think they did it every fortnight. There was a pause obviously in Corona, during the Corona crisis. But now they're going every week again. They have a meditation class there as well, once a week in the, in the, um, in the prison here up at the monastery. So yeah, we do that. Especially if there's interest obviously. And the first question again, please. What is your definition of karma? My definition of karma. Well, the, the definition of karma as I understand it from Buddhism is uh, cause. And then we say karma, we, park, we now say basically karma for both. Huh? Because we keep it short. Uh, but usually it's, it's, it's about karma and karma vipaka. So karma is, is cause and, and vipaka is the resulting effects of that cause. Yeah? So it's nothing else but cause and effect karma. Yeah? And obviously in the, in, in the mind we often don't see the cause and effect clearly. Yeah? We, we, take a, we take a drug, feel very good, and as the mind gets, gets the... Uh, gets the cause of, wow, this is great, I want to do that every day. <laughs> so that is just coming from pleasure, 
Yeah, the pleasure center and this feels happiness and everything, so the mind associates that with happiness, so we go for it. Yeah? That, is, that is the karma of an of a addictive drug. Um, we have other things in the mind that also, if, if we would stay aware actually, we, we would realize taking the drug, the effect becomes less and less and less and less, yeah? like with everything. It's not that the, this, this high we get at the first time is going to stay that way. It's just, and I mean, especially with the bad drugs, with heroin, basically, the people just take the stuff to be more or less normal, actually, don't be in pain, and not after a while. It's not because they get a real high out of that stuff anymore. So if we if we clever, we see that is a, is a borrowed happiness. As a, is, is something that is added to the mind. Actually, the mind gets addicted because the mind loves happiness. And then we run after that happiness and it just becomes harder and harder and we can't get it the same way, even with a, with a drug, because it becomes lower and lower and lower. So, I mean, it's the same in, in a relationship, when we are madly in love in the beginning and the partner can't do anything wrong if you old guys can even remember. <laughs> it's this, this, uh, this, this time where it's, where it's just like, uh, the mind just doesn't go there for a short while. Huh? In the, when, but then in the second relationship or whatnot, and we, we're used to that stuff already, or in the same relationship with the same partner, and they're same, still the same person, and why do they become so bloody annoying? <laughs> it's, just, it's just used up, basically, that happiness and the mind goes in, 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 a, in a different direction. That's all karma. That's all karma and karma vipaka is cause and effect. We want something, we, the, the want gets fulfilled, happiness. We want something, the want doesn't get fulfilled, suffering. So this is, is, always, is always the same game in the five sense realm. We, we, we like somebody, uh, falling in love is basically the other person does a lot of stuff that I like. I don't love the other person, I love the feelings that are created by the other person, basically, because they, somehow there's... Um, uh, my, my tendencies are very responsive to, the, to that what is offered there by the other person. That is love. Huh? Sounds very, very sober. <laughs> Sorry. If you, if, you, if you watch it, basically, it's, uh, it's all we, li we like other people because um, they're res responding to that, uh, what, we, what we like ourselves, or they challenge something in ourselves that we like, uh, to, be, that we like to be challenged. Huh? We, we, we don't, what we don't like, uh, we, we don't look for. Huh? And, and usually if we get it, then we get annoyed or, 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 or sad or frustrated or whatnot. And that is karma. That is why the, we, we chant that thing at the, at the beginning by, um, uh, the, uh, sorry, at the end of the, of the Metta Sutta, huh? when the uh, freed from, from, from hatred and the, um, uh, the, the pure-hearted pure one having a clarity of vision, being freed from all sense desired. 
Yeah? The, the, the being free of all sense desire, that is this, this impossibility. Yeah? That is this, this place where karma doesn't, doesn't play the role anymore. Where the, the mind isn't shaken constantly by, oh, beautiful, or oh, ugly, or oh, awful sound, or oh, nice sound, or oh, somebody farted, or oh, awful food, or oh, beautiful food. Yeah? So the whole day the mind is going through that with other people, with, with, with um, sentences we hear from other people, huh? the, the way um, people interact with us, if we, something they say and it's, it's beautiful, Chita Palo, you gave such a, a beautiful talk tonight, it was so inspirational again, and the mind just goes like, oh, <laughs> and then somebody says, oh, it's always the same shit with Shittapala. <laughs> I don't want to hear that stuff anymore. And it's just like, oh. And that's the vulnerability we, we just have with, with our desires, actually, that we, we want to be respected and we want to, uh, people listen to us and we, uh, we want them to, to like what we say. So I try always to be as irresponsive as I can to praise and blame. <laughs> Because it's a very fragile, fragile uh, thing if you're so um, dependent on the on the opinions of others. Actually, mm -hmm. but that's all karma. And the way we set ourselves up, the, the the more our desires are constricted in a certain direction, the more our karma is uh, vulnerable. Because if we, well, you've also been, you've also skirted around the next question, but maybe you might like to address it directly, Arjan. Which one? Sometimes during meditation, my yeah. thoughts and feelings stop. This is a very peaceful place to be, but what is left that is aware of the situation? Oh, oh, awareness, feeling. So. So, Aware, awareness is awareness is aware basically. I mean, the when 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 stop thought stops. It's not that everything stops. You the 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 only thing that happens when thoughts stop is. Wow, there is so much going on the whole time. Yeah? This is 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 not like oh. There's nothing happening anymore. It's the opposite. If you're really peaceful and you, you go into, into that peace with, with, with kindness, but kindness has an energy to it. It has an interest to it. Sometimes we're just, uh, we become calm, but the mind is a little bit too dull because we were, had too much to do or we were too stressed or just exhausted. And then there's not enough energy and then it's just relaxed. Uh, it's just it still can be very pleasant, but it's, it's, there is no energy there. Hmm? And maybe if we meditate on our back, we even can fall asleep, or even sitting, we can fall asleep because it's so relaxed. But if there is, if the mind is aware how this, how thoughts, how that falls away, and the and the, and the um, the necessity for thought, the mind realizes the necessity for thought falls away. There is such a beauty to that, huh? because in thoughts are, are so restrictive and so slow. Huh? If, if you're really in the present moment with your body, if, if you name anything that is going on, perception is miles ahead already. You just 
the mind links into that thought and slows down with that thought and tries to focus on something. While in reality, if, if that doesn't happen, if the thought process really stops, like that person says, is absolutely amazing the amount of perception that is going on when the thoughts stop, feeling going through the body or bliss coming up because the mind realizes, wow, this construct of constant thinking, this burden that we live with every second of every day, we only escape maybe a few minutes when we sleep. And the, and the mind sees for the first time when the, when the thoughts really fall away and the, the, the breath becomes beautiful, the feeling in the body. It can be some, one of the metta-viharas. It depends on how you, how you started your meditation. If, you, if you're there with loving-kindness or with gratitude or, or just with beautiful breaths with, with, with kindness. It just becomes overwhelming. It opens up, and it becomes so interesting. And if, and then the if that is powerful enough, then the souls also don't want to come back. But this is being more aware and more alive. And uh, you, you think the whole time you were thinking before that you were just dreaming. You're dreaming the whole time while you're thinking. It's it's the opposite. When the salt stops, awareness becomes really awareness. Uh, fascinating how, how strong the, the uh, emotions become uh, with the, when, the, when the mind gets into, into a little bit of bliss there. And the bliss keeps the mind in the meditation then. Bojanko, Sati, Sankato, with mindfulness actually, then, then pity, so, so happiness, happiness comes up because the mind gets aware Actually, that is, uh, is doesn't have to control, doesn't have to do anything, and is happy there where it is, and that is a good karma of hearing a hearing a, a, a teaching in that direction, huh? hearing a, a teaching that is without that sort of strife, where we we have to be somebody, we have to do something. No, and we, we're using that where the mind wants to be anyway. The mind wants to be happy. We're using that karma already. We just look, where is the happiness? Cannot be through the five senses and from the outside. That, is, that karma happiness is conditioned and somebody is always going to be in the way. Or the body, our own body is in the way because it falls apart. But the, the happiness that is generated through the mind whether is, is, is some inner happiness and is not conditioned because we have to manipulate. We have to, oh, in the mind, you have to be here now and you have to concentrate on the breast now and you have to do this, you have to do that. No, it's the opposite. It's stuff falling away. All the, all the control falls away. And you, for the first time, you, you get that backpack off your shoulders with 50 kilograms and it's just, you, you cannot believe that you carry that shit around with you. That is when meditation starts. And the, the, the tears are just running down your face. Just, phew, how could I be so stupid? Well, a beautiful, beautiful answer at the end of our evening, Ajahn. <laughs> um, I'm wondering whether you would be so kind as to offer us all a blessing. Uh, 
nomini Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Oh no, sorry, that was the wrong one. <laughs> it was the, it was the, it was the other religion. Well, you're all you're all very blessed. I hope you take all good vibes into your room. Actually, treat yourself nicely and uh, here, pat yourself on the shoulder, give yourself a big hug and a kiss and enjoy your meditation. Don't make it another chore. And if you don't meditate for a few days, you don't have to meditate every day. See that the mind wants to do that stuff. Just sit for five minutes and enjoy. And maybe you want to sit longer then. Don't set your hours. Don't put the clock there and now I have to meditate for half an hour. Now I have to do this, now I have to do that. You have your little spot and it should draw you in because from time to time you have the opportunity that is my spot where I can just sit for a few minutes now and don't have to do anything. So please, don't be, don't be somebody who makes the meditation another torture instrument in your life. Actually, something that can be incredibly beautiful and if you treat yourself kind and you train that is going to happen for you. Actually, it can happen any second. All the best. Good night. And good night to you too, Ajahn, and thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <coughs> Thanks, Ajahn. Thanks, Ajahn. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for being sweet. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Gern geschehen. Tschö.